up, friends? Welcome back to the Will That's Good podcast. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Y'all, I am so excited for today. It is going to be such a fun conversation, but also so inspiring because this guy is truly both of those things, fun and inspiring. We have Jimmy Darts on the podcast. If you don't follow him on social media, go check out all of his social accounts. He is bumping on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, you name it. He's um, such a great <laughs> person, and I'm glad that I finally get to meet you. Um, so, Jimmy, welcome to the podcast. Yes, thank you so much. Great to meet you, too. And, uh, yeah, just thankful to be on here and encourage some people to have fun, loosen their shoulders up a little bit. Yes. If they got 10 cents, $10, be generous <laughs> with it. And just you you can never go broke by giving. And God uh, truly blesses generosity I um, in every that. ways. Yeah, in Come all ways. Come on. You can never go broke by giving. That is so good. I um, One time a mentor told me, she said, I dare you to try to outgive God. And she was like, you never will. And um, yeah. she was telling me that just in the context of being generous. And it was so crazy. It was like every time I would give, it's not even that like I would get back financial like stuff. You right. know, it's not like, right. oh, I'm expecting if I give 20, I'm getting 20 or I'm getting 40. Yeah. Not, not, like, not like that. It's like, but mm. if you give the abundance that comes back in return of just like, goodness it, it's just so incredible and so i've taken yeah. that word but i love what you just said that that's so good yeah it's exactly yeah it's not that you're just gonna get like 20 and change for 20 but it's like that god will just yeah he gives you more of himself you know it's yeah. it asks like seek first the kingdom he'll give you the desires of your heart and yes it can look like your job this and that like cool things but really it's just more of him more of his presence when we live that lifestyle of it's jesus good. And that's the reward. That's so good. And honestly, there really is nothing better. And to some people listening, I think, you know, it's such a shame that there is such like a prosperity gospel out there because it's like, oh, well, you get, you get, you get. But God's presence is so much better than getting yeah. the return of just <laughs> in finances or just in the cool things or yeah. just in the house or the things like, no, his presence is actually so much greater because it's everlasting and so i love that you're preaching that i cannot wait to dive in i feel like we're already in so this is so good (laughs) i want to ask you the question i ask everybody and i'll tell you why i always ask people this question i always ask people what's the best piece of advice they've ever been given and i ask that because the people on this podcast are super influential everyone on this podcast inspires people with the things that they say but it's really cool to see who inspired you or what inspired you? So what's a good piece of advice that you were given that just really um, did something yeah. for you? Yeah, absolutely. I guess the the one piece of advice I can remember, and it's always stuck in my head, was, I don't know, it was maybe like four or five years ago, my friend Ryan Lupton, he, he told me in my house once, he said, Jimmy, you got to be Santa Claus in private before you're Santa Claus in public. Wow. And I literally heard him say that. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so true. Like, you know, like I just wanted to start doing videos and I wanted to start helping people and doing all this crazy stuff. And it was just such a good reminder. Like, yeah, like you got to just do three times, 20 times more in private mm-hmm. than you do in public. And so I actually took that advice literal wow. and I moved to Austin, Texas, like a few months later. And I literally bought a Santa Claus outfit. It wasn't no. even Christmas. It was like the middle of August. And I would afterward go around in my Santa suit and just like kick it with homeless people, like take people shopping at Walmart. And wow. like, it was yeah, just not on video, just having a blast. And and it's really so true, you know, like the worst so case scenario is people meet you in person and they're like, oh, you're different than what I saw in the video. Yeah. Like that is just so sad. But 
when you can truly live that authentic lifestyle. And it's like, man, I don't care if you run into me at the movie theater at Chuck E. Cheese, you're going to get the same me anywhere you go. That is so good. I love that so much. You're so right. That really is the worst. That is the worst, um, I think, fear too for, for me doing what I do, being so yeah. publicly that someone yeah. would meet me and be like, oh, she was so different. That's why I right. like thrive <laughs> on authenticity. I'm, like, I'm not going to do anything that isn't true about who I really am yeah. because like you, I feel like there's a there's a verse in the Bible that says the godly walk with integrity. And I love that verse because I think integrity is something that is just, it's of such value, but it's kind of, it can get lost in this day and age of so much filtering. You get to choose what you look like to everybody, but to have integrity is to be exactly who you are off the screen that you are on the screen. You're not doing it because you're gaining followers. You're doing it because it's who you are. It's what you yeah. love to do. It's what God's put on your heart. And it's yeah, so 100%. true. Like your yeah. ministry shouldn't just be for a platform. Your ministry is wherever you are. And so I love that that advice was given to you. I think it's so cool. So yeah. take us back to when this all started. What gave you the desire to go kick it with homeless people in a Santa Claus outfit in the first place? Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, yeah, I've been a crazy kid my entire life. Um, basically, yeah, when I when I grew up, my parents for Christmas, they'd always give us $200. And it was $100 to keep and $100 to give away to somebody. Wow. So right then at like five, six years old, you know, I'm just hanging out, not hanging out, but I'd, me and my mom would be driving. I'd be like, can I get out of here? I'd run over to like a guy on the street or someone buying groceries, getting 100 So right away, just become comfortable with strangers, comfortable with people. And um, yeah, my parents are just incredible, amazing. Cool. But I really was crazy. I was a wild kid. I got into partying a lot, did a mm. lot of wild stuff. And originally I started making party videos, like just crazy stuff. Like I'd like jump and break a table or I'd be running around in a Speedo or I'd like punch myself <laughs> in the face till my face was covered in blood. Like I'd do anything crazy. Just I love craziness, right? <laughs> and my identity, I just didn't know who I was, what I was or anything, you know? And uh, long story short, yeah, when I was 18 years old, this is where the whole thing started because I can't get into talking about generosity or what I do without talking about Jesus because that's truly the whole point of everything. And that's what even gave me the inspiration to do it. Hmm. But I was at this party in the woods in Minnesota with these socks on. Um, they had a little Jesus logo on it like this from Urban Outfitters. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I was out there. I wasn't drinking or doing drugs or nothing like that. But um, my mom was just didn't know I partied or anything like that. So I was out there messing around, jumping over the fire, being a goofball. And uh, on the way home, I was like, oh, crap, my socks have burnt holes in them now. And I smell like smoke from the fire in the woods and all this stuff. I was like, she's going to know I've been partying. So I get home, sneak upstairs, and I'm just freaked out. And I'm literally like, ah, Jesus, like, help me. Like, please, like, heal my socks. And I hide the socks in my room, go to bed, just like praying God will come through or something. I wake up the next morning, no joke. And I always have to clarify this like 10 times. No, I've never done drugs in my life. I've only drinking alcohol like maybe four or five times. I just was a crazy person. I love just adrenaline, wild stuff. But that night I had no substances. And the next morning I woke up at like 4 a.m., 5 a.m., grabbed my socks where I had hit them. There was no holes in them. What? It was the only pair I had at that time there. And there was no holes in them. And I freaked out. And in my wow. mind, I was I was like, wait a minute. If, if I was doing something bad, wouldn't God want me to get caught for it, right? Wow. Like it doesn't make sense why he'd cover. And he just spoke so clearly to my heart. He goes, no, Jimmy, like, I want to be your friend before anything else. Wow. And that's actually what's going to transform you is friendship with me. So wow. right off the bat, I just knew Jesus in such a non-religious, just amazing way. Shortly wow. after that, I gave my life to him. Um, but really, yeah, just a lot of wild things happened. I went off the internet completely for like four or five years. 
Never thought I'd make videos again. I was down to just live in like the middle of nowhere. I'm from a town of like 900 people. So I just had no desire to be known by man or by anyone. Um, Once I got the gospel, it was, it was like, instead of God telling me you have to live this way, it was more like he ripped up my heart, gave me a new heart that desired to live that way. So now I don't feel like I have to or or obligated. I feel like I get to live that way. So it's, it's real freedom. And basically, I'm uh, in Northern California in Redding, just praying on this mountain up there. I say mountain, I should clarify, it was like a tall hill, right? <laughs> so I, I didn't like hike up there. It's just like a nice medium-sized hill. So I'm up there just praying to Jesus, talking to him. I'm like, God, it's so cool. Like, you ripped out that desire to make videos. I have no desire to ever make content again. Like, that's so cool because I just, I don't know, it, it seemed like an idol in my old life. Mm-hmm. And now I just don't even care. That's awesome. And as soon as I said that, I literally felt like I heard him speak back to me and I felt like just the presence of God. He's like, Jimmy, I want you to go back into it. And I was like, what? And I literally could just feel him like breathe on me. And all of a sudden, all this passion and creativity just came back to me in a moment. And I was like, that's so crazy. It's literally like, I I, I don't know. I get Bible names mixed up, whatever. But you know, that guy, he's like about to like, sacrifice his son and then yeah. god provides like a sheep or goat I don't yes know, whatever abraham. it was you know? yeah. yeah abraham and isaac yeah so it was like the same kind of vibe was like as soon as i gave something up god saw that that idol was dead and then wow. brought it back to me in the way he wanted it to be which so is good and and so um that was right around covid um so i went home in minnesota didn't really know what to do still just want to make videos and my dad said jimmy what do you want to do with your life i said all right if I could do anything, anything. I would just travel around the country, give away as much money as possible, encourage people to be generous and kind, and eventually start a church called House Party Church with a water slide for baptisms and just a blast. Yes. And yeah. And my dad's super old school. So he's like, well, go do it. Start tomorrow. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, no, start tomorrow. Y'all, I love a good story. That's part of the reason why I love doing this podcast is because I get to hear so many people's story. No matter what kind of stories you love to hear, Audible is the home of storytelling. Audible lets you enjoy all your favorite audio entertainment anytime, anywhere, and all in one convenient app. You can find the best of what you love or discover something new. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. Their selection of mystery and thriller titles will keep your heart racing month after month. Sounds exciting, right? Audible offers an incredible selection of audio books that cover every genre like bestsellers, new releases, memoirs, mysteries, motivation, and all the things. With next listen recommendations, you'll always have something amazing right at your fingertips. Members also get full access to a growing selection of included titles, Audible originals, and podcasts. You can download or stream them anytime you want. With thousands of titles, Audible selections makes their membership totally worth it. Plus, Audible members can pick Pick and keep one title every month from their entire catalog. I am so excited about diving into different kinds of stories and I never listened to like mystery or anything like that, but my sister and brother have been telling me about all these mystery books they're into and one of the ones they recommended is The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. So I'm about to be jumping into that title and seeing what it's all about. New members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash woe or just text woe to 500-500. That's audible A u-d-i-b-l-e dot com slash woe or text woe to 500-500 to try Audible for free for 30 days. I'm wow. always hearing people like, wait till the open door, pray this and that. But my dad's like, no, start tomorrow. Yep. So I literally got in my car, drove cross country, started filming videos. 
And um, wow. first I started doing comedy videos to grow an audience. And then once I had that audience, I was like, now I think I have enough people to where we could raise funds and help someone. And the first kindness video I really did was I was in uh, Miami and there was this homeless man living on a beach. And I said, hey, bro, you want to be best friends for the day? And he goes, yeah, I got nothing else to do. So I literally kicked it with him. We went and played basketball, like, I don't know, rollerbladed around, got some food stuff. On the way home, he just starts breaking down in tears wow. crying. And he goes, I was actually suicidal today. Wanted to end my life, but you wow. coming in my life changed my whole perspective. And I was like, no way. What the heck, bro? And I was literally like, do you have cash app? Just popped in my head the question, do you have cash app? He said he did. I was like, I'm going to put it at the end of the video and just see if people will donate to you. Like, I don't know. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. So I go to bed. The video's got like 10,000 views. I'm like, dang, the guy's not really going to raise any money for him. Like, shoot. I wake up. It's at like 15 million views. What? I call him. He gets over $30,000. He's like no longer homeless. He went and traveled South America for a while. And that's really when I was like, wow, this kindness thing is crazy. So many people want to help. And as a little kid, I was always like, man, people want to help, but they just don't know if they like can or if they trust the person, whatever. But if I can show videos of who the money's going to, they're going to love it. Wow. And that's really what started everything. Gosh, that is such a cool story. I love so many things of what you said and um, starting with just the relational aspect that you began a relationship with God that was such a friendship. And I love that, you know, God God <laughs> desires that. That's why God sent his son. I mean, obviously to be the sacrifice, but also like Jesus's language is like, I want to be a friend. Like he walks yeah. around with these 12 guys like, a friend would do, you know, and it's the same for us. And I mean, man, I have a very similar story to how my relationship started with the Lord and kind of walked into the calling that God was going to do. And it was very similar to you. I thought that God, I actually thought that God was asking me to do something I felt incapable of doing. And yeah. it was kind of like all of a sudden I was famous, but I didn't want to be. I was like, I don't care about any of this, God. I just want to do what you have for me. The fame really intimidated me. It really scared me. It was really draining to me. And I remember the Lord speaking to me first time ever and saying, I'm not asking you to be famous. I'm asking you to be a sister and a friend to those who don't have one. And it was yeah. like the greatest thing that he could have ever said to me because I was like, I can do that. Like, I know what? how to do that. I love being a friend. I love being a sister. I don't know anything about that world, but this is like who you've created me to, to be. Well, that's like a very generic word. So what do you do with that? And so I did the same thing. Well, what would I want to do if it was like my dream? and just started working towards it. And it's so cool because it took years of like figuring out what that looked like and changes and stuff like that. And I look at my life today and I'm like, I cannot believe I'm actually getting to do it. You know, it took yeah. a lot of work and a lot of faith, but like, look at what God has done. And so I just think it's really inspiring because I love how you said a lot of people are waiting on God to move. And I think that God is moving and he's waiting on you to say yes and start moving yourself you know and that wind will come behind you and so i just i love your story it's so cool i love also what you said about he gave you a new heart and a desire for it i think people need to realize that some of the things that make them who they are like you were wild and crazy and all those things yeah it can be used for bad but it could yeah. also be used for such good when the desire is shifted in the right place and so how cool that you're still crazy and you're still wild, yeah. but you're crazy and wild about Jesus. And that is sparking such crazy and wild change around the world. So man, just thanks for sharing that story and 
I have to just pause real fast and say the yeah. water slide baptism is probably the greatest idea I've heard thrown right? out on Come this on podcast. Now. So tell me about this dream about this church, because I saw you talk about this in an interview one time. And I was like, that's so epic. Has the church started? Are you still desiring to do that? Where is that at? Yeah, so it's a big, wild vision. You know, I really want to, when it really launches, want to be really professional, really done right and stuff. But yeah, it's just just kind of, I was like in my room praying and I was just like, man, like why do little kids fall asleep in church? Like that doesn't make sense. Like I feel like a church should look like what it looks like in heaven, you know? And I don't feel like kids will be falling asleep in heaven. So I was like, I want it to be the other way around. Instead of like, you know, the parents dragging the kids to church, get in the van, hop in there. You know, (laughs) it's the other way around. It's like the kids like, wake up just like Christmas morning, like, come on, we got to go to church. And it's just kind of this vision to have just, yeah, this massive house party with no drugs, no alcohol, you know, um, but obviously just like a community, people eating, having fun, water slide for baptisms, a DJ, like like crazy stuff, like literally just the wildest stuff ever. The goal of everything is to show people that it's the love of God that transforms us. It's not the setting of rules or setting of things that like fear that brings us to the kingdom. It's like people all the time, they'll tell me like, you know, just serious things or this or that. And I'm like, man, if you really want to know the answer to that question, bro, Go in your room, shut the door. No one's looking. Get on your knees. Just say, Jesus, like, I want to know the truth, God. Like, what is this okay to live this way? Is it not okay? Some things might be hard to hear, but they are what I need to hear. But if you say them, you're not going to put something on me that I can't do. You're not going to say fly around like an eagle if I don't have wings. Like when God says anything to us in his word, anything in scripture, like he's going to give us the power to do it. That's what real grace does. Like it's the ability to live righteous, not just like. Oh, it's all right. You could do it again. I got you. I'll forgive you. Like yeah. that would suck. I honestly tell this all the time. Like say this all the time. Like, man, if Jesus came and died for us to be slaves to sin on this earth, and then when we're in heaven, we're free from sin. That is the dumbest gospel I've ever heard of. Like, I would not be following it. Like, that just sounds like that sounds like so powerless. Mm-hmm. But if it's like, no, I came not only to pay for your sins, pay for your eternity, but give you freedom now in this life, it's then I'd be like, okay, wow. All right, I see what you did here. Like that makes complete sense, you know? That's so cool. Well, I love how much freedom you walk in, how much joy, and it's evident that the fruit of who God is all over your life, and that comes directly from a relationship with God. So that's so cool. Oh, I I saw this somewhere. Don't know if this is true, but did you really see a Billy Graham video, and that's what helped kind of start your relationship with the Lord? Yes, I did. I did. I was in my uh, room on YouTube. Um, and, uh, I was walking, I was actually walking upstairs in my room and there was this guy on TV talking and I was like, who the heck is that? But that man's got a beautiful voice. Like his voice sounds like Beyonce or something. Like it's like a singer. <laughs> and my mom is like, that's Billy Graham. Your dad went to a stadium event and he got saved there. Like wow. his name's Billy Graham. So I was like embarrassed, didn't want her to know. I was like curious. So I snuck into my room. I was like, I was like type in Billy Graham on YouTube. And it was like heaven or hell. It was just a very intense video about the gospel and just about, are you going to choose to live for yourself? Are you going to choose to live for others and for the kingdom and just, you know, receive Jesus? And I just got so convicted by it. I've never heard like a preacher talk that intense. It's usually just encouragement. It's okay. Like, blah, blah, blah. It's like, that stuff's great. But man, I want some candy. Like, tell me the truth. Like, you know, if I'm going to walk around the corner and someone's going to beat me up, tell me. It's not nice of you to be like, it's okay. Like, you're on a journey. No, no, I'm not on no journey. Like, tell me the (laughs) truth. And Billy Graham was doing that. And it just cut me to my core. And I was like, man, holy buckets. Like, 
My pastor's not responsible for my soul. My parents aren't. My friends aren't. Like people care, but does anyone really, really care where I go when I die in that situation? I was like, I have to take that responsibility. That he's got on my knees right there. He's like, Jesus, I repent. God, I just wow. invite you into my life. I want to know you. Wow. And yeah, I got saved watching a Billy Graham video. And Come on. It was, it was pretty fun. That's so cool. You see, I think that's so cool because so many people harp on social media being such a bad thing. And look, I know there are a lot of bad traits to social media, and we all have to be cautious with those things and responsible for guarding our heart in those areas. But social media can be used for such a tool of spreading the love of God, spreading the truth of the gospel. And I always am like, man, this is so crazy whenever I meet somebody and they're like, I got saved from watching this video of yours from a long time ago or that video or that podcast is what sent me to start going to church again or I heard this conversation that you had or this thing on Instagram that led me to dot 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 in the relationship with Christ and I'm like that is so incredible and you don't have to have a super large platform to be doing that. Whoever you have following you, speak directly to those people, love them well, and it will be you'll be amazed yes. at just how it multiplies. And so I think it's so cool what you're doing because I think in the same way, people are gonna see your generosity in a video and maybe it's not that moment that they're like, oh, I'm saved. Maybe it is. But maybe they see that and they're like, what is that? I wanna be more like that. Yeah. And if that leads oh, yeah. them to the yeah. Lord, how cool is that? It's awesome. Yeah, my favorite thing in the world is so, so years, you know, ever since I was 18 when I got saved, I'm 26 now for years. I would always just be going up to people at Walmart or whatever, bowling at whatever, just say, hey, how you doing? Sorry about you. How you doing? Like anything I could pray for you for and just pray for them. If they have injuries in their body, pray that just God would touch them and heal them and lead them to Jesus and just evangelizing always, you know, just a, it's just an essential part of the gospel. So it was so cool. My favorite thing was when I started blowing up and, and uh, these videos started going crazy, people always like, does it get annoying when people come up to you and want a picture or say hi? I'm like, no, like if anything, times it times 100 because it's just reverse evangelism these people yeah. come to me i don't go up to they come to me and <laughs> yeah. they already have so much respect for me that i can just love on them tell it's them awesome. the gospel pray for them encourage them maybe it's buy awesome. their groceries but it's really fun i love it so much that's awesome that's so good so i know you've like hung out with so many different people you've been able to be generous to so many different people but is there a story for you that sticks out that you've um been a part of that was a a big moment for you to see how generosity affects people. Yeah, yeah. I think the coolest moment that I can remember is I was uh, going to do this video. It was the first person to give me a hug. I was going to give him $500. And I walked around, drove around the city for literally like five, six hours. And I'd be about to go up to someone to ask him. And I just feel like not peace about it. And I was like, what the heck? Like, I got to get this done. Like the sun's going down. And I was just, you know, just talking to Jesus. Like, God, oh, leave me the right person today, please. And uh, I was like, all right, I guess I can't find him. So I get my little Honda. I'm driving back home. And uh, there's this guy on a bicycle driving. And as soon as I saw him, I just went, that's him. That is, that is him. That is him. So I just pull over. I don't even know there's a parking spot, like, in someone's driveway, sideways, whatever. I wow. get out. I run down the road and, like, get in front of him and then walk slow or whatever, you know, to where <laughs> he just thinks I'm walking. And I'm like, sir, sir, stop, stop. And he's, he stops his bike with his feet because the brakes don't even work. And I said, oh, I had such a bad day, man. Could you just give me a hug? I just need to feel that embrace of someone. Can you just give me a hug? And uh, he didn't speak much English, a lot, a lot, not a ton of English, but he goes, oh, sure, sure, I'll give you a hug. So he gets off the bike, gives me a hug, and I go, thanks so much, man. I'm just seeing the first person to be kind enough to share some empathy, and I got $500 for you. 
And he just starts breaking down in tears. Wow. This grown man, probably 50 some years old. Wow. And he goes, today at work, the boss paid everybody except for me. I didn't get paid anything. And I worked the same as everyone else. But he came from El Salvador, um, you know, undocumented immigrant and stuff. And so mm. because of that, the, you know, the workforce, they can kind of mess with you because what you're not going to turn them into the police. You know, it's just mm. a complicated situation. But this is the awesomest guy ever. And the reason he lives here and works in the States is because he's from El Salvador. He's got a wife, kids, everything. But mm. the economy is so bad there, you can't provide for him. So he wow. came here 18 years ago and has been working, sending wow. them money to keep them afloat and provide for his family. And he's only seen his wife and kids on FaceTime. He can't leave the country because then he can't get back in. And so I was like, wow. man, this is crazy. And and he's just an awesome Christian. He just loves the Lord. And I was like, man, like, I just want to be friends with you. And he's like, yes, Jimmy, let's go around, help some people. So we literally went on like a tour to like three states, drove around in my car, stayed in hotels no together. And we just helped people together and became friends. And I was like, Jose, man, I uh, I got a surprise for you. And over the course of a few months, I, I ended up telling him that we raised like over $50,000 for him. What? And his goal was to get to like 30000 or whatever. Then he can move home. It'd be enough to be good because he told me $10,000 can buy a home in El Salvador. So he's got fifty grand. So he ends up getting the money, moves home in time for Christmas. And he's got pictures hugging his wife at the airport. He's balling out now, like he used to be a business owner back in the day. So I'm sure now he has like employees and he's like running wow. a whole operation, but it's just so cool. And his oh wife gosh. kept saying, and he kept telling his wife before he met me, he kept saying, I'm going to be home Christmas. I'm going to come home to wow. see you on Christmas. And she's like, you're crazy. What are you talking about? And he's like, no, I trust God. Like I'm going to be home for wow. Christmas. And sure enough, his faith ended up doing something and it worked wow. out. Oh my gosh, that is like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. I think so much of what you said is the things that you don't get to see on social media because I'm a huge fan of what you do. I've been following along for a while. My husband and I both, every time nice. you post a video, we're sending it to each other. Do you see this one? Do you see this one? We love it. I mean, I'll get stuck on your page just watching them. Ones I've already seen just because it's so powerful. And so, but you don't get to hear that story of, I, I drove around for six hours. Uh, the sun was going down. I'm asking the Lord, send me who it is. Because the reality is like, you could have gone up to anybody, but you didn't feel a peace about it. And there was something that the Lord was doing. There's something the Holy Spirit was doing, having you wait for the guy to drive by oh, on the yeah. bicycle that had been praying for the thing that you were about to get to be a part of answering his prayer. And I just love how God uses his people. So how big of a element is that to what you do is like your prayer life because i think you know again that's not what you see on instagram but hearing the backstory and that makes that actually so much more powerful yeah no 100 percent. like you know if you don't take it with pops for 5 10 15 days and go and try to do a video like you'll just feel dead and like you just you gotta be kicking it with him you know like it's he's, so he's it's like it's like if you go three four days while eating food it's gonna be pretty rough right it's, it's not gonna be yeah. too great and hanging out with God is literally food for your spirit. And so you go a day, two days, you might be fine, but longer than that. And so it's it's really important. Yeah, to kick it with Jesus, make sure the heart is right. It's always to just, yeah, just be led to the right people, do it with him and just uh, understand their eternal value. And like, mm -hmm. you're not just making a video, but you're actually talking to a human, mm -hmm. hearing their life story, seeing if heaven can invade mm -hmm. that situation and restore See, it. I think that's why I think 
I mean, there's a lot of reasons why what you've done has been so successful. But I think that's one reason why the wind of God is so behind what you're doing is because you truly care about people. And I think that a lot of people try to build a platform the fast way, the way that people tell them how. But I always tell them, like, they're like, Sadie, how do you how did you start doing what you're doing? I couldn't even tell you. I can't tell you any type of formula. It's really based out of a relationship with God and things just um, – by, I mean, a series of several events, people coming in, prayers, this happening, this happening, like it just began to form. And I think with what you're doing is you care so much about the people that um, it's actually a sustainable thing. It's not like you were a one-hit wonder. You had this viral video on TikTok from a guy in Miami, and that was the, the end, because if you didn't care about people, it wouldn't last long. But yeah. you just sat here and told me for three, four, five minutes the entire guy's story, which means it wasn't just a one-minute video that you had put together and posted and never thought about it again. It was days, months of a relationship with somebody. And I think, you know, when you walk with integrity, when you walk with authenticity, when you're doing something because it's actually what you're called to do out of the relationship you have with the Lord, it's so much more long lasting than the temporary highs of fame that so many of us chase when it comes to social media. So just to stop and encourage people who are listening, if you're wanting to build a platform, I just encourage you, don't look at it as like, oh, I'm building a platform of numbers or I'm trying to build a platform for success or my goal is to hit five million. Like what does yeah. that mean if there's not meaning behind it? You know? Yeah. What does that mean if there's not purpose attached to it? What does it mean if you don't love people well? If you're not if there's not something that's actually moving people to um I mean essentially eternity, you know? Yeah. And 100%. so yeah. I just love that what you're doing holds so much more value. And I think truly that's why it is so long lasting. I think that's why it is so amazing and moving. I think that's why people watch your videos and they cry because yeah. it's more than just a moment, you know? And I just, yeah. I love that. Is there a reason you prompt people with, give me a hug or, or the first person who, you know, chases me in Walmart, whatever it is, like all your things are so crazy. Is there a reason why you have a crazy prompt at the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. So basically I, um, yeah, I realized the power of Cash App and blessing and like raising funds for people with that guy in Miami. And then when I came out to California, I was like, hmm, I've seen hundreds of videos, of people helping people on the internet and stuff like that. I was like, I was like, hmm, I was like, wonder if I could like do do it different to where almost where mainly the focus isn't even on me. It's actually on the person, the whole video. And so that's what I love. Actually, it's like crazy when people come up to me in public. So I'm like, how do you even know what I look like? My face isn't even in the videos. You know, um, sometimes awesome. at the end I'll dance for a second or whatever, but yeah, the, it's always kind of this first person point of view. And, um, so I was just walking one day and I literally was like, I saw this family crossing the street. I was like, I'm going to ask them for money, like for a burrito or for, for food. And if they do, I'm going to give them a hundred bucks. And this family came and, uh, the guy goes, you need food. You need food. So he hands me his burrito. Then the daughter gives me like a dollar. They just keep helping me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I actually didn't need any of that. I want to give you a hundred bucks for your kindness. And really from there on, it just started. I was like, oh my gosh, like how has no one really done this or thought of this? Like where you just ask for help first and then reward them for it because then 99% of the comments are about Marco or Teresa helping you. It's like 30% of the comments are about me because it's all about them in the video. They're the star. And that's that's why I love it. And that's why I can just run so well and so good at doing this because yeah, I'm kind of like behind the scenes. And um, even though I'm the one making the video, it's just it's just it's just fun. Like the attention is on them, 
And it's so cool because one of my favorite things is when these people help me, maybe they give me 50 cents at the laundromat for clothes or this or that. I guarantee you all of them have been helping people their whole life. Yeah. And that's like one time they actually got recognized for it, you know? Wow, so it's like, that's cool. it's not, they didn't just randomly just help me that yep. day in the other 40 years. They didn't like they've done it in secret so Two long and now they want to get put up there. People see them, their friends, their family celebrate them. Sometimes we get money raised for them. And it's just, yeah, it's just so awesome to celebrate so those cool. kind people. I love it so much. So one thing from watching your videos, like I said, huge fan, but it inspired me. I was like, hey, what can I do that will help people? And so I started doing this. I've never posted all this or video this. Yeah, I just yeah. do it and it's so fun. <laughs> and so I always like whenever I'm checking out at the cash register and it's, it's, it's interesting because there'll be sometimes that I don't have peace about it. There'll be sometimes I'm like, oh, I know this is a person. And it's so cool to work with God in that and see who yeah. God has in mind. And the first time it happened, I was talking to this lady and it just helped me. One thing your videos helped me do is like recognize the people in front of me and get to know their story. So I was like, she was like bagging on my stuff and she was doing such a good job at it. Like I just recognized that she made sure that the chicken was in its own thing and that the, yeah. everything was just like perfectly yeah. done. And I did not organize it on the counter. She did that. Right. And I said, you're so good at bagging. And she said, well, you get good at it when you've been doing it for 25 years. I said, you've been doing this for 25 years. And she said, yeah, I started out here and now I'm at Walmart. And I said, well, that's great. So you can tell you're so good at what you do. So then what I did was when it said, do you want cash back? I clicked yes, yeah. hit the number <laughs> for cash back. And she said, do you want 20s or whatever? I said, oh yeah, whatever you got. And as she went to give it to me, I said, oh, that's a gift for you. I said, that's just for wow. 25 years of yeah. great work. And she started crying and she oh came around God. and she hugged me. And so I've been doing Dang. that. It's like so cool. I'll just always ask for a cash back. And yeah. um, I just say, oh, it's a gift for you. And it's just so cool to see the different reactions of like, and you never know, it's the people I got to do it at Thanksgiving for someone working at CVS. I was like, that's just for working on your day off. And the only thing I could get back that day, cause the CVS one was like, you could yeah. only get $20 back. Yeah. And I said, I wish I could give you more, but here's this. Right. And she cried and it was $20 on Thanksgiving oh, and it just man. meant so much to her. And so I want to talk to you about that. Like people out there who can't give a ton, but what does it look like to give with what you have? Because I've noticed that it doesn't really matter the dollar amount that I've given to people. It really just matters that I notice them. And that is the thing that changes the moment. Yes, 100%. Oh, the, the most impactful thing I can remember that anyone's done for me, like I'm sure friends have like done stuff or whatever, but the, the most impactful thing ever, I was actually in, like Fargo, North Dakota, North Dakota, <laughs> driving across the country. And uh, I got a haircut at like sports clips or something. I was getting a haircut and then I was going to leave and pay. And they're like, oh yeah, like some that older gentleman over there, like some guy's like 70 paid for your haircut. I was like, what? You're kidding me. What? It's like wow. $20 haircut. And I was just so shook by that. I literally got in my car. I called like Everyone I knew, I was like, that's you're not so going nice. to believe this. Some guy paid for my haircut. Like, wow. it just is crazy, you know, because that stuff's so rare to happen to you. Like, yes. if, man, if, if I went to Starbucks literally right now and someone bought me a drink, I would be shook. Yeah. Literally, like, yeah. I would be like, what? Like, that is crazy. Yeah. Like, that is so crazy because everything in culture is so selfish and self-centered to do something like that is so powerful. And so it's so true. Literally just opening your door for someone or... If someone's watching this, they literally have no funds at all to give and they're just barely getting by. 
Literally, I challenge you next time you go to the grocery store and you're about to check out, literally just tell the person behind you, hey, you can go like, I'll let you go in front of me. Just that will probably cool. shake them and they'll be so confused in an amazing way. That's and so, cool. yeah, like you do not need funds at all to yes. be able to bless people and to do that. That's, That's just good. an extension of what you can use. But yeah. That's so cool. One thing I'm curious about, because this happened to me the other day, and this is the first time this happened to me in doing this, and I'm sure this happened to you before, but I went to give her the cash. I said, oh, that's for you. That's a gift. And she was like, no, I don't I don't want that. And I was like, I was like, no, I mean, it's just a yeah, gift. I want, yeah. I want you to have it. And she was like, she was like, no, like, I, I, I cannot take that. Like, she was like very adamant. And I was like, okay, um, well, and then the guy beside her, he was back. He said, I'll take it. And I was like, yeah. okay, well, you can have right. it. And it was like, just kind of a weird moment. It just yeah. like, it was, it was like, man, that was weird. Cause it wasn't like she was like humbly just like, oh, I can't take it. It was just like, right. almost like, no, I'm not going to take it. But when I noticed, and it was just a weird moment, I was like, okay, that was a little bit weird. Well, then the next time I went to do it for someone, I felt a little bit nervous. Cause I was like, what if yeah. they say no? Yeah. And I know a lot of it for people who are, um, who haven't, you know, been generous with their, time or their money or whatever it is is a lot of it not because they don't want to be generous because they're afraid of yeah. the response from the people and so have you had moments where people have turned you down or it's been awkward or you're like well that was kind of weird um, and how do you get past yeah. like the nerves that go along with stepping out putting yourself in front of a stranger yeah so sometimes if it's the situation where I can really tell they don't need the money or don't want it and they're just literally like, bless someone else that needs it more, sometimes I go, okay, no worries, and go find someone else that's more in a situation like that. But if it's somebody that is in need or just just the average person, you know, and they say no, a lot of the times it's because, yeah, it's like in our lives we grew up and everything you get is what you work for and you have to earn everything. But grace, the kingdom is all the opposite. We get what mm -hmm. we don't deserve. We get forgiveness. And so it's just cool. really having that perspective for these people and just wanting them to get freedom. And a lot of times I'll just say like, nah, bro, like you, you got to take this or literally you're going to ruin my day. Like you're amazing. If you want to throw this on the sidewalk or like flush it on the toilet, I don't care, but I want you to have this. You're mm -hmm. amazing. And it's actually more humble for you to take this right now than to not take it. And I want you to wow. receive this gift. That's and cool. just like every time they'll take it basically, but hundred percent. Cool. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, I'm, I'm working on some things right now to, yeah, like get my community more involved and helping out and giving back cool. and get rid of some of those fears and stuff for that. But it's, uh, it's definitely, it's definitely something that, yeah, like the more you do it, just confidence with God, it says in the Bible, just like the righteous are as bold as a lion. And so when you really understand your righteousness is from him and that, yeah, he sees you and you're just clean and you're so loved. Like you can go out and just be so bold and just know that, man, if somebody uh, treats you wrong, if somebody freaks out of you, like it's not because of you. It's because something probably happened to them when they were a kid or that morning or mm -hmm. someone come up in traffic and just a manifestation of those things. The real them would love to be friends with you, would love to receive that yeah. gift, would love to know God. It's just so many things have probably happened that, um, that there's these different responses. But deep down, it's, it's like, I don't care if I go up to someone and try to tell them about Jesus and, and love on them and they're freaking out, cussing me out. It's literally, I just see it as them screaming, saying, please, I need a hug. I need yeah. more love. Like I yeah. need, I need help. You know, like they're it's just good. using those words to find something. But, but yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. Everyone is so that. precious. I love the bold as a lion because it's true. Like whenever you have a strong relationship with Christ and you trust God with with the thing with who He is and who He created you to be, you get this boldness every and you really see it if you study the life of Peter. Peter, you know, was kind of a 
more of a afraid person. Whenever Jesus was with him, he, you know, obviously he had this crazy faith, but he had this crazy fear attached to it. He would like go to walk on the water and then he would sink, you know, or he would, you know, want to be so there for the Lord. He'd cut the dude's ear off. And then the same night he denies that he even knows Jesus. He had this like faith, but he also had this fear and he kind of danced in this walk with that. But then after Jesus was resurrected and they came back together and had this epic redemption of their relationship and it was like do you love me feed my sheep do you love me do you love me this whole just really intimate time together after that you never see that fear in peter again you see this crazy boldness it literally says that he was like known for his boldness i mean when peter walked by people were getting healed from peter's shadow like it was like crazy stuff was happening and that really is what happens when you have a relationship with the lord i think it's because you don't care about you so much you know you care about the people in front of you so you're not thinking about yourself thinking about people which leads you to do things um that get you out of your head and you're not so insecure so you're doing things that cause a little bit more bravery or boldness but you're not even thinking that you're trying to muster up bravery or boldness because it's just given to you from the spirit and i think that that's the thing that you're doing i was trying to say this earlier but i think a better way of saying it is you're not just doing this to build a platform you're doing this to love people and that's why it works because you're not doing this for jimmy to look good you're doing this because you love Teresa, you love, you know, John, whoever you're actually like doing it for them. And so if they were to deny you, well, it's, it's not really on you. It's, it's with something that they're going through. So you don't take things so personally. And I think my favorite, my favorite preacher, hands down, like I tell people this all the time. I'll like go up to people in grocery stores. I'll be like, don't look me up on YouTube. Please look this man up instead. Dan Moeller. I don't know if you've heard of him. But Damn I tell people to look him up, like literally the most just, it's just candy. But one of the best things I hear, heard him say is, he's like, yeah, like it doesn't make sense. People say the people that love you the most can hurt you the most. He's actually like, no, love is so selfless, true, lo- so selfless. Love is so selfless that the people close to you can't hurt you the most because true love is just, it's really all about giving. It's not about taking. It's not, I love you. Do you love me back? Say it, mm-hmm. honey. Like, no, it's yeah. literally, I love you no matter what you do. And that's true kingdom love. And I know that's a crazy concept, but it really is a way to live. And we can truly live unoffendable like Jesus lived in his heart. And uh, there's so much freedom there. That's good. Gosh, I love this so much. Everything you've said has been so good. I feel like people are going to be so encouraged by this. And I know that they are. I've been so encouraged. I I knew this was going to be a fun (laughs) conversation, but I didn't know how much like just richness is what's going to carry the way that you talk about jesus the way that you spit out just verses in the bible and different concepts about who god is is just honestly so fun to listen to and i'm so grateful that you said yes to doing this so um i heard somewhere this i think this was from jason your good friend jason kennedy's instagram that he was gonna he was talking about doing a tv show with you is that happening is that something in the works what's next for you yeah me me jason and taylor we all have it in our hearts to do that you know kind of just at a bigger scale to bless more people to get into living rooms in america provide something where people can kind of just come together watch something and get inspired to go out and do it so we're working on that we've been working on it for a while um just pitch into different networks and stuff like that so we'll see what happens you know if, if god's on it and blesses it that'll be awesome if not that's okay but uh either way it's gonna be fun it's and great. uh yeah this has been an absolute blast 
I love it. Well, everybody, of course, go follow him on social media. If you're not, you will be blessed from that. And I really do pray and encourage you guys to not just take what you've heard today, but put action behind what you've heard. Let that faith spark action. And I can't wait to see different things on social media, hear different stories about the people that you guys have blessed and encouraged, not because you have all the finances of the world, but just because you have a heart to love people. And so, Jimmy, thank you so much for encouraging us today. You're awesome. Can't wait to see the videos that are to come and hear the awesome stories. Thank you so much. Bless you guys. And uh, yeah, let's go get it. Let's go spread some kindness. Let our little lights shine. And uh, let's have a good time doing it. It's awesome. (laughs)